0: Welcome back to the expanded minds podcast today. I have a special guest with me. Her name is Selena. Michaela. Selena is a spiritual and integrative mindset, coach, podcaster, healer, and much more. Selena helps people find their power and authentic self. She helps people heal through shadow work, and she also helps people tap into an abundance mindset. And so if you are on the spiritual path or into self-development, healing. This podcast will be dedicated to you. And uh, that being said, welcome on.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you for coming on. Yes. I appreciate you coming on. (laughs) Now, with your spiritual journey, where did you start out with? And how did you start to develop as a person throughout this uh, journey?
1: So, I believe that we're all on a spiritual journey. and we're all evolving throughout life since the moment we're born, even before that. I consciously became aware of my spiritual journey about three years ago, I would say. Um, At the time, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I was fed up with my life, with the way I was feeling and that I needed to change something. And then from there, I just started, you know, looking for podcasts and books and resources to help me feel better
0: what were like the main like podcasts and like books that helped you uh, or like that you looked into
1: um so there is a podcast called manifestation babe and her name is Catherine zakina i believe and she introduced me to like manifestation and when i was first introduced to manifestation it was like whoa, I can create my reality. I can have everything I want. I thought it was going to be really simple, really easy. So I binged all her content. And as far as books, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, he has a couple books I've read. I cannot remember their names right now. But also Sahara Rose, um, she has a book about finding your dharma, which is like your purpose in life that really really helped me towards like this was like a year ago i read that book and it helped me really step into more of who i am which is you know being this leader being this guide and really just wanting to help people believe in themselves
0: yeah and with the manifestation stuff like is there a specific person that that person learned it from like, was there like a specific, maybe sp- spiritual tradition that was, was behind it or?
1: Um. So really her thing was, I, I believe, you know, I don't want to speak for her, but I just know that she came from like an immigrant background and she just, she wanted different for her life too. She was struggling with uh, money and, you know, in an unhappy relationship and she just started doing things. um little you know manifestation tricks and just the the laws of the universe and attracting things and she found a way to make it work for her so it was really just trial and error
0: yeah like what are some like tips that that you've applied or like what are some things that you found like works
1: so for me for me, it's really this has been a journey of trusting myself. So I can sit here and tell you that meditation helps and breath work helps and journaling helps, but truly at the end of the day, it is you trusting what you desire and the steps to take. To take that, you know what I'm saying? It's you. Having the confidence and the courage to fully, authentically be yourself and without shame and without fear. And if there is a, a tip I can give, it is just to start doing things. Whatever Whatever you feel in your heart that you need to do to get to the other side of wherever you're trying to go, do that. Even if it's you know buying a course or, you know investing in a program or you know moving to the other side of the country or breaking up with your partner or quitting that job, like it's really just trusting yourself.
0: So with meditation, like, where did you start out with? Like, what kind of meditations have you done? Like, you know, I'm so, curious. Like, I still like, what have you realized in your meditations?
1: So in the beginning of my journey, I just started doing like 10 minute um, guided meditations. And it was like on and off, I would do it for a couple of days out the week, and then I would fall off for like two weeks. And it was just like an endless cycle. And it's like, you know, I, this isn't working for me. I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't feel right. Like I have all these thoughts coming up, I'm uncomfortable. And so... I was really tired with that. And I actually, I found this woman and her name is Michelle J. Lamont. This was about a year ago. And I started listening. She has a podcast and I started listening to her and she really encouraged me to just meditate every single day, like no matter what, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes a day. And I started doing that and it improved it helped me be able to just sit still and just be quiet and just let whatever was coming up for me come up. And like, even though it was hard at first and you know, if you're not used to meditating and you're always used to going, 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 it can be really uncomfortable to just sit there even for five to 10 minutes and just, you know let whatever come up, come up for you. But that's how I started off. And now um, my meditation is more so to connect, connect with Mother Nature, connect with the universe, my spirit guides, my ancestors. Um, Every night I like to just lay and sit there in silence or with like music playing. And for about like 25 minutes to a half hour, just sit and let myself feel
0: I feel like you might have had like an awakening during this like is there a certain specific moment that like um let's
1: see well honestly here's the thing i meditate in different ways so it's all about being in like a flow state that's kind of what meditation is it's just allowing yourself to flow with whatever so i believe well i had a spiritual awakening i love to dance and This was like a month ago. I was just in a flow state of dancing, letting my body flow. And I realized that I really wasn't moving my body. I've never seen my body move this way before. And I got the download that it was like my ancestors connecting with me. And that is how they like to connect with me is through dancing. And it's really powerful when I realized that um I believe that was like an awakening for me of like wow like this is real and it's not just like it's it's deeper than what I thought it was when I first started my spiritual journey
0: so it's kind of like were you doing like your own like kind of cathartic kind of dancing or was it like an ancestral I always call it ancestral kind of like Dance that you're trying to do or what kind of
1: no, I was I I first started off just, you know, just moving my body, letting loose, and then I just started like shaking my hips and and just doing things with my legs and with my arms that I've never done before. I've I've never seen it before. I just started doing it and it's it's just like a flow state. That's what that's what dancing is for me. And yeah. And also connecting with music, I like to connect with music. I like to connect with everything in my life. Truly, um, I think everything can be a practice of being in a flow state and just surrendering to life with whatever you do.
0: And then your experience with the with your ancestors, ancestors, and stuff was it um, an inner knowing, or was it like a maybe a direct message that you heard, or?
1: No, it? so it is um an inner knowing. It is more so of like I really don't know how to explain it like um like you just start laughing because you know like this is something outside of you and you can't explain it. You really have to experience it. It's an energy, it's an inner knowing, it's an experience.
0: Have you done like a research on uh like just dancing and the benefits of it? Like maybe like it could release trauma or something like that or?
1: Well, like... I, I do know that, you know, dancing does release um, trauma. And there's this thing, there's this form of dancing called rage dancing. And it's really just you, you can put on like some heavy metal music and you just shake your body and you stump your feet and it really releases energy and rage and anger from you. And you feel a lot better afterwards, so. That's like the healthy way to cope with anger and and letting out steam.
0: So you have you have like a heavy metal playlist. I'm assuming. <laughs> oh,
1: I I wouldn't say it's not heavy metal, but it's rock music. I love all types yeah. of music, so yeah.
0: Is there like a specific band that you listen to?
1: Um. No, not a specific band. Uh. No. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: And then you talk about like connect. You like to connect into things, and one of the things you connect to is Mother Nature.
1: Mm. So
0: can you go into that and like, you know, uh, you li- do you live in the city?
1: Um, no, nope. Okay, nope. So... I'm like from the Detroit, Michigan area, though. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, in general, like, what are the, what are the benefits of connecting with Mother Nature? Like, how how have you what are some things you found out about that?
1: So through just being in nature and you know just looking at nature like I'm sitting here I'm looking at the trees outside my window right now and it's really it's just nature is who you are you know we're connected and if you're in nature long enough you realize that nature it doesn't need for anything it doesn't want for anything it it just is. And that is essentially what we are. And, you know, we've made all these problems in our life when really you're good enough with just being you. And I know that that's like really cliche to say. And that like when I first, you know, came across somebody telling me like, you know. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to be anything. I didn't completely understand it because it's like, no, I have to pay bills, like I have to work. I have to I have to do things for my survival. And I get that. But it's really just being in nature has taught me that one, I'm as powerful as nature. And two, I can trust with just being. Being in my energy, being still, um, connecting with my body, and yeah, connecting with the animals. Like we're all connected, and it's so beautiful to see how the animals they live and they exist within each other. And I know, I know that you know, animals they kill each other and stuff like that. But I'm just <laughs> saying that you know, there's, there's a balance to life and we can find that balance in our life.
0: And so like, has there been moments where maybe you felt disconnected and then you went to nature and then you felt completely connected back to yourself?
1: Yes. Every, every time I start to feel like off balance, every time I start to feel like I'm just not centered and not grounded, I go out to nature and I ground. And when you do that, you don't you can't consciously understand what's happening. It's more of a spiritual thing. You just have to trust that when you go into nature, she, she's going to take care of you. When you put your feet in the ground, you're you're grounding to her. You're you're centering your energies, you're centering your chakras, you're you're allowing to release and receive in mother nature.
0: Do you think like the plants in nature? like the the trees and everything? Do you think they're aware of you when you walk into the forest?
1: Oh my God, yes. I love, there's a certain tree in my neighborhood and I swear we're like in a relationship because every time I walk by this tree, I'm just so pulled to just touch it and just connect with it and just be with it, even if it's for like a couple minutes. Like I truly believe that. And not to say that, you know, i think it's more of an energy thing it it realizes your presence it knows that you're there there. It's energetically touching you and energetically talking with you if that makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah that makes sense uh in your podcast you talk about something called a caterpillar phase Mm -hmm. um and so can you talk about a little bit what that is and
1: yeah like to be in that phase Yeah, so butterflies have been very significant to me on my journey, and I just think the life of a butterfly is just so symbolic and beautiful, and that, you know, we all go through a caterpillar phase. I went through a caterpillar phase, and it's really just is you not forcing things. Like you have to be in this phase of rebirth and death and you can't force certain outcomes in your life. And that's really what the caterpillar phase represents to me is just allowing yourself to be in hibernation mode and isolation and, you know, tending to yourself so that eventually you can emerge as this beautiful, beautiful, confident butterfly and just live the life of your dreams.
0: So is part of it like uh, going into the unknown and being Mm -hmm. okay with not knowing? Is that part of of the face?
1: That's life. Rather Rather we realize it or not, life is, you cannot plan anything really. I mean, even with manifestation, you can manifest things, but it's like you never know the outcome of that. And you have to be okay with surrendering and with being comfortable with releasing the how things are going to unfold for you. And just trust that whatever you're manifesting, whatever you desire, you'll get, if not even better than you thought.
0: What else? Like if someone's going deep inside of themselves like that, and they're going to hibernation, what else does it consist of? Like maybe what what kind of inner struggles and maybe what kind of um, things come up?
1: Um, So for me, which I really can only speak for myself, when I would go into uh, hibernation mode, when I would isolate, it was really a lot of fears coming up for me, a lot of insecurities and doubts. Um, I was, you know, healing, you know, childhood trauma and teenage trauma. And, you know, with the person I am today, I I really don't think it's necessary to relive certain wounds. Um, but for me at the time, I thought it was necessary and I had to uh, really just just be in that energy of, my past versions to see what i needed to heal. And along the way, you know, it wasn't it wasn't perfect. It's not like, you know, i hibernated for like 3 6 months and then i came out on the other side and i was fine. Like i was learning nobody around me was doing healing work and i didn't know what the hell i was doing. So i was just trying to figure out answers. So i would i would just do journal prompts and and sit with my emotions and go out to mother nature and do yoga and just do all these these things that i saw other people doing to try and heal the aspects of myself that were hurting
0: yeah i'm also i'm also reminded of maybe like a dream experience i've had Mm. where um i was actually following the certain teaching at the time the certain meditation and one of the people that was like practicing the meditation like appeared in my dream and then as soon as he kind of went into that mode, and you would say like that caterpillar or hibernation mode, it was just like all this darkness started to surround him. It was like he started to surround himself in like this veil of mystery. Wow. And then he started to go straight into the unknown and he gathered all the way inside of himself like that. Wow. And then he was like, I think after that he said like intuitively like if you, I'm trying to remember what exactly what he said. You <laughs> say something like you had to give yourself completely to this process or whatever. Something mm-hmm. like that, but um, I was I see it, so like for you, like was there a certain meditation practice that you picked up during in that time that helped you, or also you I know you did shadow work too, so was there a specific uh method that was part of this, or was it just you um just being by yourself more or
1: um so the way I went about my healing in the beginning was. I was looking at the people who have hurt me in my life and I was telling myself, what am I going to do with you guys? Like you guys hurt me and I need to protect myself. So literally within every person that has hurt me in my life, I looked at them, I looked at our relationship and I asked myself, you know, is this person, does this person have good intention for me? And if I felt like the answer was no, if I felt like the pain that they caused me was too much for me to want them to be in my life, I released those people. And I feel like that helped a lot within clearing out energy to welcome in new energy. Um, I'm a big believer that, you know, Not saying you have to cut everybody out of your life, but not everyone deserves to be in your energy. And I think that was a a lesson for me to learn because I did have a really, really big heart. But sometimes when you have a big heart, you get taken advantage of. And yeah, I had to set that boundary with myself to take care of myself first and protect myself in that way. And that helped a lot on my journey.
0: Yeah, that's quite interesting because it's interesting how we develop rela- relationships off of, like, false premises or things, mm-hmm. false expectations and things like that. And then as soon as they don't, yeah, you know, it, it's not really connected to our true selves sometimes. So yeah. sometimes you have to let it go. So.
1: Yeah. And as you know, as you're, you're growing and evolving, I feel like you also have to look around and see, like, you know, are these people, are these people i don't want to say serving me but you know do they have certain attributes that i would like to have you know are they are they seeking to help change their lives or are they complacent in where they're at and it's like you really are who you hang around and that's a that's a big part of life too so
0: like with shadow work i'm curious like maybe what are some of your findings with it and like uh what, what What is shadow work, first off, and, like, what are some of your findings with it?
1: So, um, shadow work is, to me, is basically just getting to know yourself. I mean, from the inside out. It's building that relationship with yourself. It's, it's looking at yourself in all of your entirety, within the light, within the dark. It's very vulnerable, and it can be quite uncomfortable, especially if you're not used to being vulnerable, with other people, or with yourself. Um, So with me, I first started just doing shadow work questions I would find on TikTok or YouTube. And then I just started asking myself questions. Like I would get triggered by something and I would ask myself, okay, why am I feeling this way? And I would just try and trace it back to like a root cause. And then once I found that root cause, I would give myself affirmations to kind of heal that trigger and, and work with it, in a sense, so that every time that trigger did come up, I would have this affirmation to tell myself, you know, this is not who I am anymore. This is who I am. This is what, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to believe. And that's how I kind of do my shadow work, even still to this day.
0: So, like when you ask yourself questions and you wait maybe for a trigger to come up, is there a specific time limit that you put on? Mm-hmm. Like for the question to come up? Is there no time that you put on it? You just wait. If even it takes a couple of weeks for it to come up, or like what?
1: So, here's and- the thing. Um, like, I'll give an example. Even for today, with coming here on this podcast, I had nerves coming up. I had. I don't want to say like anxiety, but it was like just a nervous energy. And I realized that I was feeling this nervous energy because just to take you back a little bit, um, I moved schools a lot. I was always like the new girl, right? And when I would get to this new school and we would have presentations, I would want to literally die. Like I wanted to skip school. I wanted to you know, call in sick, whatever. And I realized that the root of this nervousness that I was having to do this podcast call wasn't me. It was a past version of myself who was scared, who was new, who felt alone and lonely. And once I realized that, I kind of just called on her. I called on this teenage version, version of myself. And I told her, it was okay, that she had nothing to be afraid of, that she was safe in being all that she is and that, you know, that I got her and she has nothing to worry about. So that's like an example of how I do things. And I just kind of keep doing that until, until it subsides.
0: And so it just, when it subsides, is that the integration part where you, Mm-hmm. maybe sit for it with a little bit longer or maybe do some um, on music to help yourself kind mm-hmm. of like sit in it or like?
1: Yeah, so yeah. Um, the integration part really is, you know, doing the shadow work, figuring out stuff and then like doing something fun for yourself. So for me, like I like to dance or, you know, maybe you can go for a walk or watch your favorite TV show and just kind of like take your mind off of it. And then you just have to do whatever the thing that is causing you. Like for me getting on this podcast show, um, face your fears, basically.
0: Uh, do you listen to sub subliminal and like sound bass, like before you go to bed?
1: Yes, 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 yes. How has that helped you? Um, I just, I just like it. I couldn't it's more like it's the same thing as like nature like you can't consciously know how it's helping you you just have to trust that you know music is vibrations and everything is energy so i'm choosing to believe that if i am energy my energy will be affected by the energy of the music and that's just my beliefs do you to yeah, uh, subliminals
0: i uh here and there, okay. The main one is uh, I'll, I'll listen to audiobooks before I go to bed,
1: okay. and then sometimes
0: I wake up and I'll have like it's weird. Sometimes I wake up in altered states.
1: Wow! and Then
0: I'll I'll, I'll like see the information in a different way, wow. or maybe like for example, like one book I had was listening to was Reality Transurfing. I'm not sure if you heard of that one, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a very interesting book. It's pretty deep, <laughs> but um, you just I just got so many realizations off that book just waking up in the, in an altered state in the middle of the night i'm just like (laughs) a lot of intuitions so
1: wow i love that yeah it's awesome
0: like what kind of sound bass or like subliminal stuff do you listen to is it like um
1: um so i usually just go on youtube i you know type in subliminals and maybe like i'll type in a word that i want like um confidence or abundance and things like that but recently like yesterday i found this app i believe it's called expand and it's so cool because it literally just has subliminals it has guided meditations all type of things for whatever area in your life and yeah i think you should uh, check it out if you're interested
0: sounds interesting
1: yeah it is it's really cool
0: and sound baths, like, do you, do you think they, like, as, as soon as you listen to one, do you feel like your vibration rays right after, or is it,
1: because those you are pretty potent, it. I think. Yeah, for me, I, I feel it in my body, and I like to do sound baths, like, if I'm doing, like, a full moon bath, I will put that on, and I'll get in my bath, and I'll just close my eyes, and I'll really just immerse myself in the music, and... Yeah, it's very potent and powerful.
0: Do you ever, have you ever been to one in person before?
1: No, I haven't. I really want to. Okay. Yeah, and I also I also want to learn how to do it too. I think that would be really cool, it's a nice hobby for me.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have this uh, idea called being a trendsetter. Like what mm-hmm. what exactly is that?
1: So being a trendsetter, to me, it is being the first in your family, in your lineage, in your environment to seek unorthodox patterns and perspectives and just a way of being. And you're kind of just going against the grain of everything you were taught to be and the The way I came up with being a trust setter is because that's what I resonated with the most. Like I said, I I didn't have anybody around me to look to, to you know, ask for help while trying to heal. I really figured everything out so far on my own, like you know, in my close friends and my family and stuff. So it's if it has felt kind of lonely, and that's what that's why. I called myself a trendsetter because I feel like I am not to toot my own horn or anything, but I feel like I'm just paving a new way for my generation and other people who resonate with being a trendsetter.
0: Now, does going against the grain, um, did you start doing that once you started healing or was it you've always been somebody that's like, huh, like, let me. Hmm. I
1: don't really agree with, you know, um Honestly, I, I feel like it's been my entire life. I have, um, let me see, my parents got divorced when I was nine. And that's when I started switching schools a lot. And I just, I don't know. I always felt like I was just, um, I just wanted to do different things. Like I didn't like school. I'm actually a high school dropout. And that was a huge disappointment to you know my family. Um, I I smoked weed. Another huge disappointment to my family. I you know I don't know. I always just kind of just did things different, and I wouldn't say I didn't care, but it was just like I was just trying to do things that that made me feel better which dropping out of school made me feel better and smoking weed made me feel better. And then my healing journey, the way I went about it, it made me feel better. So it's really all about you. This journey is all about you and being that person for yourself and believing in yourself and doing the things necessary.
0: And would you say, like maybe just the way you've lived life, is this reason why you're like more of an open person or open to try new things? Yeah. Or... Um,
1: why Why am I so open? I don't know. I just think open, being open about things is like just allowing all different type of possibilities to come to you. You know, if you're closed off, you miss out on stuff. And I feel like being open, even within my spirituality, you know, when I first started to meditate and really started getting into my spirituality and my guides and my ancestors like i wasn't raised to do this i was actually i was instilled i had been instilled with fear to connect with anything outside of like christian and religion and things like that so yeah what was the question again i forgot
0: no i just saying like it it seemed like Um, just the path you're on Mm. kind of led you to a certain openness. So I was like saying, like you know, like you moving schools and everything, like stuff like that. Has has that led you to being more open, stuff like that, to trying new things?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. And um, you know, I think I think my parents, they also uh helped with that too. They they weren't very strict. Uh, they let me do what I wanted to do basically. And that has just helped me be able to be the person I want to be.
0: Yeah. And you tried out taking, or you tried, um, what do you call it? A social media fast. So you took like four months off of social media around there. Yeah. How, how was that? Like,
1: oh my God. What kind of so realizations have you had? That was literally life changing. And if you're first starting off on your healing journey, I highly recommend that because social media can be so negative in a sense. And um, so how that came about was, you know, me and my partner, we were arguing a lot. I mean, so much. It was literally crazy. I just And I have to take accountability because it was me. I don't know why I was starting arguments at the time, but I just was. And, you know, I was just tired of, you know, feeding my brain all these different things from TV shows, to movies, to social medias, to music. And I literally had to disconnect from it all. And when I say I disconnected from social media, Movies, the music I used to listen to, literally I had to cut out everything because I just felt like my energy was being pulled in so many different directions that I didn't know where I stand. Like I didn't know who I was. So when I got off of social media, it just allowed me to be in my energy without any outside influences without any confusion and fears and doubts, you know, being pushed onto people through these social media platforms and stuff. And then by the time I got on social media, it still didn't, when I got back on social media, it still didn't feel right. And I just realized that I didn't resonate with my social media anymore and i made new pages for everything and now i enjoy social media now i use it as a tool and i can i can scroll and not feel depleted afterwards like i actually feel more uplifted because of the people i'm following and my algorithm is just so attuned to who i am
0: that's pretty cool yeah um But do you see like maybe how social media can control people or like, is there anything that you noticed beforehand, how it kind of worked like and then versus after like you kind of having more of a better feed?
1: Yeah, so social media, it can be fear based. It's like the news. It just spews fear at you and, you know all this information from all over the world. And the way I think of it is if I cannot help the world, I don't need to know what's happening in the world. I don't want to sound like, you know, that I'm being, like, I don't care. It's more of just protecting your energy and just knowing that, just knowing that, you are protected and that you don't need to indulge in fear and doubt and what and even like 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 so much stuff on my old social media accounts and it's just it's not good for your spirit to indulge in that type of energy
0: and then you also have this thing called, like, or you also talk about listening to your inner voice. It's like, what is it like to tune into yourself and, like, listen to your inner voice? Because it seems like as soon as you got off social media, like, all those voices were maybe not as loud.
1: Yeah. Or does so it help you listen
0: to your inner voice more?
1: Yeah. So, you know, being off social media has helped me tune into my inner voice so that when I did get back on to social media, like, I knew who I was. And even though I didn't know where I was going, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Like I still knew at the end of the day, tuning into your inner voice is just knowing yourself. So that's where your shadow work comes in. And that's where you're asking yourself these questions and you're affirming to yourself who you truly are. And when you you know get back into the world and go back on social media, like, you know, like I was able to go back on social media and, and I if I saw something that I didn't like, unfollowed, blocked, delete, whatever, because you don't need that in your energy. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Do you also think that maybe scrolling through social media a lot creates like limiting beliefs for somebody mm-hmm. or maybe
1: yes. they start Could to you
0: trap their mind?
1: Here's the thing, because social media, it can be a tool in your life, but it can also aid in your insecurities and in your fears. And, you know, that was probably one of the reasons why me and my partner was arguing a lot because I was going on my social media, seeing all these beautiful girls and, you know, the average person, if social media wasn't a thing, you would not see all of these people, you would not compare yourself to all of these people. And it can really be Um, damaging in a sense to your self esteem uh, to compare yourself and even to say like you know other people's successes and the way they live their lives and now you're sitting here thinking my life isn't good enough because this person is living in a loft apartment on the water or something and it's just it can be a lot of uh, comparison and competition and things of that nature that isn't fun to deal with
0: yeah and talk to me about um stepping into your power like what does that mean
1: so how do someone
0: step in their power
1: stepping into your power truly is just believing in yourself confidently like you can believe in yourself and still have doubts come up but truly stepping into your power is understanding that you know, that no matter what, you're going to get your heart's desires, that no matter what, you are 100% safe within being yourself. Like that is, you just want, everybody wants to feel confident. Everybody wants to feel loved and appreciated and successful and, it's figuring out what that means to you, and just being in that energy. Yeah.
0: Um. Is there, is there a certain maybe a thought process or mindset that that is behind that? Is it yeah. just a, you just feel it? Like what is?
1: So, yeah. It's just being your power is. Well, first, you have to have a deep desire for change, right? You can't be in your power and give your power away to everything, like giving your power away to your fears and to your doubts and to whatever else is taking from your energy and from your power. Being in your power is calling all of it back. And once you do that... You understand that even through the fears, even through the doubts, you can do exactly what you want to do. Yeah, so believing in yourself is really just, if you believe in yourself and your dreams, they will manifest no matter what. No matter what you go through, no matter any challenges, any circumstances in your life, you have to believe in yourself. And that is your power.
0: And there's this quote it's from Dr. Wayne Dwyer hmm. and the uh, the way to understand something oh, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> the way to understand something spiritually is through experiencing it. So like, can you break that down? know what it means?
1: yeah, um it's 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 just so true because like that's what I had to learn, and that's the stage that I am at now. I went through. You know, trying to understand things, reading all these books, listening to all of these podcasts, but it's really not until you walk the walk and talk the talk that you truly understand all all of the things that you've learned, right? Meditating, shadow work, you know, grounding. You won't understand it until you're in that energy. And not just doing it for one day, like consistently being in that energy and connecting with your spirit team and meditating and setting the intention for your life. Uh, yeah, that's that's the stage that I'm in right now It's just truly experiencing it and and just embodying that energy.
0: How long do you think it takes for maybe the subliminals of sound bass or even just listening to podcasts in general? Like, how long do you think it'll take to sing into your subconscious? Like, have you noticed some of these things take place right away? Or is it, like, for you so, it takes a certain amount of time?
1: So, for me, I felt like it, it took me longer than it should have because I didn't have anybody like me in my life. And I'm just being 100% truthful with you, Um it doesn't need to be a long and hard journey if you understand where you wanna go. And that would be like the first, if I could go back, and of course, like everything happens for a reason. and But if I could go back or if I could help somebody who was in my shoes three years ago, I would really try to tell them and instill in them to figure out uh what they want like what is the end goal where do you see yourself and then work work with that not work with the past but work with the future
0: final question Mm -hmm. would be if there is one limiting belief that you see in society that you would want to get rid of what would it be
1: oh my god Honestly, honestly, it has the limiting belief of letting your limiting beliefs stop you. Like, that is what I see so much of, is so many people with so much potential, just letting their fears and their doubts and their limiting beliefs stop them from being in the energy and embodying the soul that they want to be. I see it all the time. And like even me, no, I'm not where I see myself, you know, in the future, but I'm not letting my limiting beliefs anymore stop me from going down that journey of, you know, heading to my heart's desires. And I think a lot of people let their fears and their doubts and their limiting beliefs Stunt them and keep them complacent and stuck in life without even realizing it.
0: And uh, where can people find you? Mm
1: -hmm. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. My name is Selena Michaela 333. And then I also have a YouTube, which is Selena Michaela, just one, three. (laughs) So Selena Michaela three. And I upload there uh, once a week.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. Thank and you. I'll link everything in the description below.
1: Thank you for having me. This was honestly so much fun. I had a yeah. blast.
0: I had a blast too. <laughs>